Ryan Reese. This is Live with Ryan Reese. Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. What is happening, family? What's up? Psyched to be on the air again tonight. Live show. I got Ivan in studio with me. And uh, it's going to be a sick show, Ivy. You know why? Why is that? Because you're going to make it happen tonight. No pressure. Start now. Go. Hey, by the way, you're speaking at Passion Week. I'm speaking at uh, Passion Week, Calvary Chapel Golden Springs. Tell us um, about that. Yeah, so Passion Week, I think I'm speaking Monday. So obviously Passion Week is one week long. Um, Pastor Rawls doing uh, uh, Palm Sunday. And then we're going to be showing that same night the Passion of the Christ, the movie. And then Monday, I'm speaking. And it's going to be a little bit different. So generally, traditionally, you kind of do Passion Week. You talk about just the week, what was going on that specific day. Uh, this year, what we're going to be actually doing is we're going to be taking the seven sayings of Christ on the cross. Mm-hmm. And each each uh, each day of the Passion Week, we're going to be breaking down those sayings. So I think I, I'm going to be speaking on uh, when Jesus says uh, to the thief on the cross, today you will be, me, you will be with me in paradise. So That's that sick. is pretty heavy. That's going to be real cool. Yeah. Um, switch it up, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'm excited for that, you know? I've been, yeah. I've been digging into the text. So you're o- you're opening it up, basically. I'm opening up. What the heck? No pressure. You got this. <laughs> What's the lineup? Sean McKeon. Sean McKeon, your pops, yep. Papa Raul Reese, uh, myself, Wade O'Neill, mm-hmm. Sean McKeon, Scott Salamat, and then your dad's going to close it. That is dope. That is dope. We'll be there. I'll be there. If you want to tune in, you can tune in at calvarygs.com. It's yes. going to be sick at Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar. So anyway, um, I want to talk a little bit about San Jose. We just got back. It was sick. But I want to give the number out, too, because we're going to be taking calls. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, after this, um, 888-564-6173, 888 We're going to be taking calls tonight. Any of you may call in if you wanna if you have any questions or you got something to say. We'd love to hear from you. This is live with Ryan Reese and I have Ivan in studio. So anyway, um, a lot of you guys listen to the show and you follow what we're doing. Um, we, we're part of the Whosoever's movement, and what we've been doing is we've been touring the public high school system for about three years. We have hit a few Christian schools, and that's been epic as well. But our main focus has been in the public school system because just uh, what's going on. In the world with the kids, I mean, there there is an epidemic right now with the suicide and anxiety crisis with students. Um, Time Magazine came out with an article recently that said that uh, 32% of male students in high school deal with depression. Then it says uh, 37% of girls in high school deal with depression. So, and it's growing. It's at an all-time high. It's, it's, it's pretty gnarly, and this is why we go to the high school system and we're letting these students know that there is a God. He loves them. And when you ask for, for the, you can get forgiveness of sins. You can be filled with the Holy Spirit. And then the supernatural work of the Holy Spirit that he does inside of our lives is he starts working on that depression, that anxiety, the addiction, your purpose, your identity, who you are in Christ. And then he shows you the life that you were created for. And this is what we're doing. And we're touring. We hit Mexico. We hit uh, down by Mexico City, Cuernavaca. Mm-hmm. We hit Seattle. We hit uh, San Diego. We hit what Can- else? Canada. Canada, Toronto, Canada. Mm-hmm. And now we just got back from San Jose. Oh, obviously we hit Los Angeles like, as exactly. well. Yeah, a lot, LA County, Orange County. 
Yep. And we'll be in Downey. We'll be in a Downey area in a couple weeks. So just wherever the Lord sends us, we're, we're down, we're going. We're doing it. And what we're seeing is it's so funny because, you know, I've heard people say, well, that won't work where we're from. Well, <laughs> we've been <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. And guess what we're seeing? The Holy Ghost works the same. Wherever we go, we're given the gospel. We preach Jesus Christ crucified, forgiveness of sins, and eternal life. And literally, we are seeing the same response. We are seeing hundreds of kids come forward at every stop. I mean, there could be like 70 kids at one stop. Then there could be like 400 kids at another stop. But we're literally seeing within a week, we're seeing thousands of kids come forward. So it, the gospel works everywhere. Yeah, it's true. Definitely. So uh, we're going to get into a little bit of what was, what was going on in San Jose this week. And you're going to hear a story tonight about um, just just how true it is what Ryan is saying, that it's the power of God bringing these kids out. You're going to hear a story about how one of our schools actually got dropped and uh, just in how in one day what the Lord did. So I don't want to give all those details out. We'll get into that, but you're going to hear it. Yeah, we're gonna let's just start from the top. So, okay, so we drove up there, and then what? What was the first school we went to? Uh, so the first school we went to was actually Lee, Lee High School, Lee High School in San Jose. And by the way, uh, San Jose, which is Silicon Valley area, this is where what uh, it was like Google and yeah and, and Apple. Yeah, and, you got all these big tech giants. You got like eBay's out there. You have Teslas actually out there. That's right. You got a- Apple's out there. So all these big tech giants. That's what it's all about up there. And, and they say that uh, the Billy Graham Association says that it's two to three percent confessing Christians. So that's just people that say, "Oh yeah, I'm a Christian." Yeah. So how many people of that uh, two to three percent are actually? Christians that yeah. are actually walking with the Lord. Yeah. So knows? here we are in this atheist. It's like atheists and and uh, um, um, secularism central. So tell me about the first school. Yeah. So Lee High School. And uh, so this week was crazy. So in the past, you know, we, we you guys, if you heard in the past our stories, we went to Mexico and God was blowing up doors there. Um, definitely in San Jose, there was a lot of spiritual warfare as far as getting the events off and working with administrators in the school campuses. I felt like every single high school, there was some something that came up with somebody trying to block us. Um, but this, this first high school we went on, and uh, generally it takes us about an hour and a half, a couple hours to kind of get set up our, our deal, our speakers, yeah. our sound system, our, our banners and all that. And uh, the school knows that. Um, but somebody on campus at this first one uh, was trying to shut that down. And so this was one of the schools where we really only had like 15, really 15 minutes to kind of get the whole deal going. 15 minutes <laughs> to get in, set up a stage or like our, our banners, our, our – our, what is it? What, yeah, it's like a trust system with our banners, yeah. with our logo and all that. Tables, booths, get the product ready, get everything dialed in, which – this is nothing. It was like a shotgun experience. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was shotgun. And you know, but you know what? Like Ryan was saying earlier, you know, people are like, ah, this this type of thing can't happen. Well, it does happen when your God is the God of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. So we got in, we set up. We were actually just started building everything outside of the uh, outside of the um, auditorium. Yeah. And literally, the the, the principal or not the principal, the the, the teachers were just like. Yeah, you cannot. First, it was like, yeah, you can go in an hour early. Then they're like, okay, you can go in 30 minutes early. And then they're like, you guys got 15 minutes. They were just trying to kibosh the whole thing. Exactly. But we went in, and what happened? Yeah, we went in, and we just did our thing. So if you guys are familiar with what we do, we get out there, we bump some music, we get the kids some free product, we let them know they're going to be having pizza. Uh, this one, per se, was actually pizza afterwards. Because it's at lunch. Yeah. you got to feed the kids. It's a lunchtime rally. you got to feed the kids. So it's like a 30-minute window. And uh, we packed out the gym. Uh, we probably had about like 200 kids or so that showed up to this event. And then you got about like 
20, 30, 40 kids coming down to receive the gospel. Yep. You know, and it's 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 just nuts. It's nuts, you know. You uh and Ryan, and you can be able to tell you can be able to tell everybody listening, a lot of times you see kids respond to the altar call. Yeah. But you visually, because you're looking at the kids, yeah. there's more kids that are like antsy in their pants, like they, they want to come they down. They want to come, yeah. Yeah, they want to come down. So sometimes I'll just eye them and point them out and just be like, dude, I see you guys. You keep talking, come come down, and then they'll like hurry up and come down. Yeah. Then we went to the next school the next day. Yeah. So the first one was like, seriously. I feel like we hit a tornado. Like we were like, hurry up, set it up, get in there. And then oh, actually before I went to start speaking, you you guys were still rolling up the banners. And I was like, dude, just leave the oh, banners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's get the mic and get this thing going because everyone's like, what the heck's going on? Yeah, literally as kids, <laughs> as Ryan had yeah. the mic, he's like emceeing it, trying to get the thing started. I'm rolling up the banners as halfway as kids were piling in. But you know what? It worked out. That was the fastest event we've ever done. So what else? <laughs> then, we to, then we went to second school. Second school was Branham uh, High School in San oh, Jose. I got sick. Oh, I got say, sick that, that night because we were out. It was freezing cold. It's colder than it's ever been up yes. there. And I got, we were out there for an hour and a half because we couldn't go in the gymnasium. So right. I ended up getting sick that day, going home after showing up for the first day of tour and went to the hotel room and basically slept from like three in the afternoon to like I forgot eight, nine that. the next morning. And thank God I came out of it. Ryan was like a ghost that day. We were like, dude, I think it's over. We're going back home. Yeah, I was ready to pack <laughs> up and bounce. Yeah, but you know, the Lord obviously healed him, which was a miracle because I, I was... I was sure this guy was getting the flu. It's going around. But, uh, yeah, God healed him. He, he stayed in, like he said, all day. Next day we get up. He's good to go. We go to Branham High School, uh, second high school in San Jose. That one, we actually packed out the gym as well. And so it was a little more easy setup. Uh, but I think that one we had about, like, 300, 250 kids. And then there was a massive response in that one as well. And so... That one seemed like almost the whole place came forward. They said like 90% of the place came forward. Yes. That was a big, like, a lot of kids were, were coming to Jesus on that one. Yeah, it was a big altar call, you know? And, uh, you know, I, I think about, you think about these kids and, and what we're saying when we're talking about these kids coming down. And obviously, we're not, we're not trying to give you, hey, this is how many kids are coming because we're trying to boast in ourselves. We just want you guys to know, like, this is the fruit that's coming out of this ministry. This is the fruit of people praying for us and supporting us and believing in what we're doing. That's, what, that's the reason we go out. Yeah. And then when Ryan gets up there and he's giving the, the message of the gospel, like he says, he gives the message of Jesus Christ crucified, the forgiveness of sins. And he invites the kids come, to come forward. You know, I think of a, a portion. In, in the book of Acts in the Bible where um, Paul's looking at somebody who's actually um, lame in their feet and they've been lame their whole life. And Paul looks at this person and he, he, the Bible says that he recognized that this person had faith to be healed. He discerned it. And I think a lot of times when Ryan's giving that message, he's looking at these kids and we know, we know that they're, they're struggling. They're, 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 there's the anxiety, depression, and you can just see it. They have faith to believe. And so you call them out on that. You discern, you call them out. And that's why there's this massive response because the kids are hungry for the gospel. They, we recognize that they have faith to believe just like Paul recognized that that man who was lame from the, from um, birth had faith to believe. He told him to stand up and walk. He walked. Ryan tells the kids, "Come out of your seat. Come receive the Lord Jesus." They get up, and that's it. That's it. But being, bada bang. You could even go on the whosoever's dot com or any of the social media platforms, and you could see any of these photos. Uh, that we document everything that we do. So then, that second day. Did we go to a team challenge that night, or was that the third day? I want to say it was, I think it was the third day. I think it was the third day. So yeah, because I was still sick. So then the next day, yes. or I, I was coming out of being sick, and then um, the third day, what was the next school we went to? Yeah, so the third, so the third school was actually the Christian school. That was Valley Christian High School. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that was a, uh, and that one was pretty cool. So the way that one actually worked was the school actually had a chapel setting before 
uh, before we came on at lunch. So the whole school was actually in the gym. Uh, so we kind of had our banner set up in the corner and the, the school was doing like their normal, their normal, uh, chapel service for the kids. And keep in mind too, when we say we're going to Christian schools, a lot of people, some people can get the idea like, why are you going to a Christian school and giving a message about Jesus Christ and the gospel and denying and killing the noise? Mm-hmm. And, uh, Ryan will be able to tell you and you, you and you know this. A lot of times these Christian schools, they're, they have more noise than, than, than the kids in the public school system. They're dealing with more anxiety, more depression than ever before because the enemy, they have a target on their back. So we go to this school. I actually was able to uh, get on the mic after their, their chapel service and let the kids know, hey, we're doing this event. Come out here afterwards. And we actually filled out the gym pretty good. We had a good, a good response. And this one was really cool in that after Ryan gave the message, he gave the message of the cross. He encouraged the kids um, about killing the noise in their lives so they can draw near to the Lord. Ryan invited the kids to come up and pray with them, who, those who wanted to receive the Lord or those who just needed prayer uh, that God would do work in their life. Every single kid got out of their seat and came forward. All of them. They all needed prayer. And so I was actually, I was moved. I was touched by that. You know, I don't know what you were thinking when all those kids came You know, honestly, where I'm at, when when the kids come up, I can't see. (laughs) I only can see the first couple rows of kids. Yeah. Because you can't see what's behind. Yeah. So I never know how many kids actually come up until after, you know. I see a photo or something. No, definitely. But it was, it was, but the vibe in there, the kids were like. They were, they were hungry for it. They wanted the, the real thing, you know? No, for sure. And uh, I also want to note, too, so when we went up to San Jose, we were actually connected to uh, Calvary Chapel San Jose with Mike McClure. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, that's yeah. who we went up with, Mike McClure. Yeah, Mike and, McClure. And uh, the other people that brought us up was the National School Project. National School Project. Yeah. So so just keep in mind, too, so it's myself, another uh, Paulo Reyes who couldn't be here tonight, who's actually uh, the whosoever is one of our, our graphic designers. He went up, and he was kind of just – he was with me and Ryan. Uh, that, was the, that was the whosoever's team. But we had so much support with Calvary Chapel San Jose the, and the National School Project. And uh, because the, you've heard it before, it takes a village to raise a child. And so um, we were blessed to be able to have all that help from Calvary, all their high school ministry students coming out and helping us out. And the one thing I want to touch on is the, the National School Project. Um, we connected with this guy, Rich. He's, a, he's the founder of the National School Project here in, in like the L.A. area. Yeah. And they are in several schools. I, I don't know how many schools are in there, but they could be in over 30 uh, schools or more, and they're they're st- they're starting to expand all across the nation. Obviously, yeah. but what's rad is the why we partner with them because the whosoever is an evangelistic. We go in, we preach the gospel, we get kids saved, and then what we do is we work with someone like the National School Project, and we plug all the kids into their Bible club. Yeah. And then the National School Project, what they do is they have students that they get from college, they disciple them, then they send them to the schools that disciple and train the kids to be leaders yes. to reach their school. So yeah. it's a whole discipleship program. That's why we don't even go into high schools unless we're working with the Bible club or a church that has the Bible club yeah. or the FCA or the National School Project, or any other organization that has the discipleship program, because we have to be able to send the kids. We have to put the kids somewhere. Yeah, no, definitely. That's Can't, it's 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 important. You know what I mean? Because you guys know the scripture. You know the Bible talks about when when somebody hears the word of God and when somebody hears a gospel message. There's an enemy out there who wants to take what was sown in those people's hearts and minds out as quickly as he can. And so, what's needed is discipleship. What's needed is Bible study. And that's what. And that's why we. That's why we do what we do. What did Jesus say? Go out and make disciples of the nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to obey my commandments. Yep. That's the Great Commission. So we have to do all, all of that. So that is sick. What else? Okay, so then, oh, so the third night, third day, basically we're, we're chilling. Like we, we booked like five events when we went up there. 
And then I was like, dude, we got, we only doing one event a day. Like I'm away from my family, my kids, you're away from your wife and kids. Yeah. We're, Paul was away from his wife and kids. So yeah. we're like, we better like make, <laughs> we are not here for a haircut and just to chill. So I straight look up online. Um, what is it? A uh, teen challenge. challenge. Right. So I start calling, cold calling teen challenges, stalking them. Hey man, this is Ryan. I'm in town. Uh, if you guys have any availability to come speak, let us in. And they basically called back, and we ended up going to a women's center, women, men, and children's center, as a family center. And we got to speak to like thirty, you know, husband and wives and kids all that night. And that was that was really cool to to be there with those with those guys. And then the next day, we got to go to another school. Yeah, exactly. We went to another school, and we were also we were also able to go to another teen challenge. But I wanted to say this. Yeah. So. Um, something that, that really, something that was really cool that happened to me and I was telling the oh, guys yeah. about this was, so that same day where we went to that team challenge, me and Ryan and the guys were kind of talking in the back in the van driving out there, like how hard it is sometimes to reach your unbelieving family members or some of your family members who struggle, you know, just to, to, to kind of hear the gospel. And so we were talking about it and I was kind of just vibing with Ryan and telling him about a couple family members of mine who were in my heart and who just, they're very hard to reach. So we go to the team challenge that night, Ryan cold called. We end up going there. Ryan gives his message, like he said, to, to a group of guys and, and women and family members. And uh, uh, it was an amazing response. The night, as Ryan's teaching, I'm sitting in the chair and I actually start thinking about that specific family member in my mind again. You know, And so I'm thinking about them and I kind of just throw up a quick little prayer for them. Ryan finishes out the night and some lady comes up to me afterwards. And she starts talking to me about, you know, you know, where she's from. She's asking me where I'm from. And keep in mind, we drove six hours up north. I'm from Azusa, California, and I'm talking to this lady. She's probably, like, in her 40s, and uh, she tells me, oh, what city are you from? I said, oh, I live in— Wait, a- you were seven hours because we drove to Oakland. Oh, yeah, we drove—we were in <laughs> Oakland. You're right. We uh-huh. saw him seven hours away from home, and this lady's like, where are you from? I'm like, oh, I, I, I grew up in Azusa. I live in Azusa. She's like, oh, I live in Azusa. Where, whereabouts do you live? And we start chopping it up, and she lives literally—she grew up and lives literally— two streets from where I live right now currently. And so we start talking and we're kind of tripping out and vibing off that. And um, she starts talking to me about what she did in the city of Azusa and who she knows. And I said, well, did you, do you know such and such? And I'm, I'm, I'm mentioning my, one of my family members. She works here at, at this, at this company. She's like, I know exactly who that is. I actually volunteer at that company. And we start talking about my family member and it's just, it's just clear as day. The Lord, connected us there in Oakland, seven hours away from where I was, so that we can pray for this specific family member in my life who I'm having a hard time reaching. And now I'm going to be able to go back home, connect the dots with my family member about this lady who I met who's struggling out there and who's trying to come to terms with God, and that's going to be my connection out there. So I was just so happy that that happened. Now, either you got really good luck or God is in the details. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way God works, dude. Isn't that just it's amazing? Yeah, we were chipping. So the next day... Then we went to uh, we went to another school. Yes, that was actually Leland High School. Wait, we had wait. What school did we have problems with? We had one school where they didn't do any advertising, right? Yes. Remember, there was no. They didn't allow to. You weren't allowed to advertise or something. Yeah, were, one of the one of the schools. Yeah, they boycotted all they, of our. They boycotted because we had a bomb on the on the flyer or something. Yeah, yeah. We've had that in the past too. Come yeah. before, but this one, yeah. So same we thing. showed up and they're like, "Oh, guess what." We didn't, you, we didn't get to promote for the event. So we showed up all the way six hours away from L.A. <laughs> we show up and like, oh, yeah, we haven't promoted for the event. And we're like, yeah, this has happened to us before. <laughs> so we just prayed. We said, God, we've done our best. Now we commit the rest. You just do what you got to do. Exactly. Draw whoever you want. We had 
Uh, we had hundreds of kids show up and hundreds of kids got saved yeah. with zero advertising. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fight. You can't fight like Ryan said. You can't fight with the God of the universe. You're yeah. gonna, it ain't going to work. It works. Oh, man. So good. Then we went to another teen challenge that next night. It was a, it was like a men's home with like, yeah. I don't know, just a bunch of dudes. And that, that was also a pretty cool like environment to hang out with all those guys and inspire them and yeah definitely and then i was tri- i kept tripping out because so we've grown into these teen challenges and we keep i kept running into people who live like 10 minutes from me or all the way down here seven hours away and so man i was just like man lord this is this is exactly how you work you you set it up your 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 providential hand in the life of these people where we're driving up hours away from home and you're working in the lives of these people who are struggling so you know, I was able to talk to a couple guys out there who who kind of knew my background, where I was from, and so we were able to pray for each other. So I've actually personally never been to Teen Challenges. That was actually my first time. Oh, sick. so when the Who Servers kind of started back in '09, I know we were hitting a lot of Teen Challenges, uh, but I wasn't around then. So uh, I was blessed to kind of be able to part of that. And they're all over the world. And if you're listening to this phone, if you're listening to this interview, and uh, no matter what country you're in. If you are trying to uh, coming out of addiction or whatever it is, if you have, if you're underage, if you're above eighteen, if your family you got a family kid, they have all different centers all over the world. Just go to teenchallenge.com or .org and you could contact them. They are an amazing program, one hundred percent. I love. I speak at those teen challenges all over the world when I travel. So Definitely. it's an amazing place to be. So uh, the last two schools before we start taking these calls. Um, yeah, so the last two schools we went to, so the, actually the same day we did the Christian school, we actually got booked for another school that was not on our schedule. That was actually at Calvary Chapel uh, San Jose, their academy, their Christian academy. Yes. So you were able to able to speak to those kids and add that onto the schedule. That was dope, too. So that was really cool. So, was, I love, so we went from like five five events. I think we ended up closing the deal at like nine events yeah. in, in five days. Yes. So making it happen. Definitely. But then we got a phone call. Remember we got a phone call saying that, hey— this school just canceled. It was oh yeah, remember that? <laughs> yes. Okay. So <laughs> one of the schools, it was actually the last school that we were supposed to be going to. They called us a couple of days before, and there's a bunch of miscommunication or something, or the, the the principal's trying to boycott everybody trying to come into the gym. Supposedly, that's what he's saying. We want no one's coming into the gym today. So we actually lose a whole school. Keep in mind, we, we're planning these out. Months, months in three advance. months. They, this school knew about this event for three months that it was going down. Yes. So they we get a call from our from one of the NSP reps, and they're saying, you know what, it's canceled. So what do we do? We pray. God, what are you going to do? And uh, basically, keep in mind, like Ryan said, it takes us three to four months sometimes to book these events. We booked a kill the noise event. In one day. In one day. We got <laughs> hours. 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 <laughs> hours. Day. We were tripping. So we got flyers out. We got pizza set up. We got the whole thing. We show up. One of the uh, we actually hooked up with somebody so from the school knew the school knew about it for like one day. Yes. And then we show up the next day. We show up the next day. We got flyers out. We that show the, up with pizza. That was the biggest event we did. And that was the biggest <laughs> event. That's what I was gonna say. That was our biggest event. There was probably like 400, 500 kids. I mean, that, that was a huge event. And, and that one was on the east side of San Jose. So tell the people about the east oh, yeah, side the, of San oh, Jose. Oh, yeah, the east side's the, it's like the, um, it's like the rough neighborhood, you know? It's the, it's the lower income, tons of gangs. Um, yeah, so we go to the east side and have a massive turnout and masses amounts of kids come down to receive the Lord. Yeah. Just a total Holy Spirit event. God in control, books it. Draws the kids, kids get saved. 
just sickness just yes. happening. Yes. So you can't you can't deny it. You can't deny what the, the the work that God did out there. So we were just happy to be a part of it. You know, you just show up like Chuck, like Papa Chuck used to say. He says, wherever the flow of the spirit's going, just hop in. And so that's about exactly what we did. You know, we could have easily got, you know, kind of, you know, we could have said, no, we're not doing the event. Yeah. We could have said, no, forget about it. We could have got all butthurt. You know, this isn't, this isn't working out. But we just pray. God opens up the door. You just hop in and bam, we get the most amount of kids that we ever gotten. Any of the schools that we were up there and the biggest response. So, so we're going back. <laughs> we're going back. So this is where you guys come into play. All you listeners, please pray for us. Pray that God keeps opening doors and that God will keep providing all every every need that we need to make these high schools happen. It takes a team of people. It takes finances. It takes prayer. It takes a lot of different things. But just all we want you guys to do is pray that God will keep opening doors and that we're able to keep continuing to reach these kids. And I pray for this. This is a this is a huge need. The huge need is that we need to pray that the church will start raising up youth pastors or people to go into the churches and start Bible clubs. And literally they need to start churches on campus because the kids are so caught up that they're not coming to church, but you can literally go one time a week to lunch and have a 30 minute church service every week and have hundreds of kids. And as they grow in the knowledge of Jesus Christ, they will come to church. But I believe the future 100% is that now where we're at in this culture in these times is that we need to start churches in we need to step up the church the 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 christian clubs we need to create these little mini church environments it doesn't have to be called church but we need to create a church environment on campus to introduce it to the kids and that's where uh i mean that's that's what i wanted i mean i'm not starting churches right now right because we're doing evangelistic but if if i were to start another leg of things i would start a series of churches on campus yeah because that's the future yeah, but i'm you, not doing that so you guys got to do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah you just hear it you, you you talk to people and they're like man th- you hear it all the time you're like ryan if i would have heard if i would have had this back when i was in high school you hear people yeah. say that all the time i would have been a completely different person yeah and so that's not just for ryan or the whosoever's that's for the church around the globally around the world yeah, hey it's the church's you, job it's the church's job if you can be that that thing that that that, that person's saying hey when i was in high school if i would have had that Man, that would that would just make such a massive difference. So we want to be able to break into the school system, especially. And everybody understands how our school system is now these days. It's crazy, you know. They're they're pushing no God and everything else, and in between. And so we want to be able to uh, step on those campuses and be that light. So check it out. If you want to book the Kill the Noise or contact us, you can go to thewhosoevers dot com. Thewhosoevers dot com. Email us, and uh, we would love to come to your schools. We're booking. We're we're even booking Australia right now. So. We're taking this thing wherever God opens the doors. Um, if you want to catch past radio shows, you can go to my website, ryan-reese.com. You can get all the past archives of past shows for the last couple years. Um, we have the Gospel of John up there as well. Um, in, in the Whosoever's, if you want to uh, get some product from the Whosoever's, go to the Whosoever's.com. And, uh, and all the products that are sold on the Whosoever's fund our mission to go to the high schools. So, yeah, you can donate there. Whatever you guys want to do, wherever God uh, leads you guys. That's the deal. And we're going to be taking calls uh, right after the break. we got a couple phone calls in the queue right now. But if you would like to call us, call us at 888-564-6173, 888-564-6173. We would love to hear from you guys right after the break. And, um, yeah, man, I'm just – 
I'm just really pumped on everything that's going on in the school system. Right now, we actually have 42 schools booked for the whole L.A. area in January next year. That's like Hollywood. That's like Roosevelt yeah. uh, High. Uh, all the like, – in that whole entire area, we'll be um, booking those. And then obviously if we hit Australia in, in the new year, like in September – and then um, we're oh actually I'm going to the East Coast Pastors Conference yes because we're trying to open up the whole East Coast too to tour that whole area as well yep. so we'll we'll see how that goes um, that would be pretty pretty amazing to, to hit it out there yep definitely I mean there's we're always talking about after our events like man like there's there's never going to be a there's always going to be high schools out there for us to go to and the amazing thing is and what what we're doing is that kids graduate. And so eventually, when we go through all these schools, yep. we're going to be able to come back because there's going to be a whole all new, new batch of kids. Yep, 100%. You know what I mean? This year, we actually, right now, at this moment, we have 60 schools that are booked. We've already done 42 schools, and we have another 18 left. <laughs> but we might even be able to book a couple more. So right now, we're, we're looking at 60 schools so far that we're going to be done with at this uh, school year. Yeah, definitely. So if you're thinking about it, as we're talking about it here tonight, like Ryan said, if you, uh, all you have to do is just email us with all the, any information that you have. If, you're, if you have a contact and in at a local high school, um, are you just interested in us coming out? We can give you the information and the, the we tools. We can show you how easy to do it. We can show you how easy it is to, easy do, it. to do it. Email us, like Ryan said, info at com. info at com, and we will get back to you. That sounds amazing. Right yeah, I think we have a couple, couple, uh, couple minutes. That's I want to give minutes left. I want to give a shout out to Ray Ray. Hey, no, hey, uh, Cyborg, <laughs> Cyborg the is fighting fights, tonight. The fights. Cyborg's fighting. Who's gonna win? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. Cyborg, those dude. girls are crazy. All right, we'll be back right after the break. More live with Ryan Race coming up. Everything all right? Sure. Call now. 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Uh, I think I speak for the entire administration when I say... whoop de doo Now, back to Live with Ryan Reese. Don't say what I warn you. And right before the break, we were talking about Cyborg winning. (laughs) (laughs) Those girls will knock me out. Oh, man. She is gnarly looking, that girl. She's wild. All right, cool. Well, let's uh, let's go and get back into the show. um, We're going to take some calls. But we got got a comment in from Jeff in Mesa, Arizona. He's calling to inquire how to bring the whosoever's to a school near him. Tell us, Ivan. Awesome. Okay, Jeff, so... Honestly, we've made it so simple. We don't want to make the process so laborious or difficult. Um, we made it so easy that a child can book. So basically, all that needs to happen on anybody's end who's seeking to have the whosoever's come out is that if you have, you, you're going to need to have some type of contact. So obviously, Jeff, if you have a contact at the local high school that you may have in mind, whether it be a Bible club advisor or some teacher on campus uh, who is interested or maybe who's a Christian, or maybe you're just cool with it, you have an in with the, pres- or the principal, all you have to do is basically in, uh, 
Email us at info at com. Give us the details about uh, what it is. Maybe you're with a specific ministry, the name of the school, and let us know the, the, the general timeline of when you're trying to have us come out. We'll send you out a booking form. We'll send you out assets uh, that you may need to give to administration so they kind of know what it is that you're trying to bring out. And then we go from there. We try to lock down a specific date and then have at it. But like we said, it's simple. Email us, info at com. Let us know who you are. Let us know the name of the school, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can with all the information so that administration can feel comfortable. They can see what we're doing and be up and open and up front with what the whosoever's are about. Bada bing, bada bang. The number is 888-564-6173, 888-564-6173. This is Live with Ryan Reese. I got my boy Ivan in studio, and we're going to be taking calls. So let's go ahead and start with Karina. How you doing today, Karina? Doing good. How are you guys? Doing excellent. Amazing. Thanks for calling tonight. So what is – you did contact me on Instagram, correct? Correct. I did. Okay. Hold on. My, hold on one second. My earplug came out. Hey, Karina. So um, obviously you hit Ryan up on his social, but uh, I know that uh, I know that you, uh, you, you were asking him a couple questions. What were those questions that were in your mind and your heart? Sorry about that, Karina. My, my phone, my head jack just came out and I lost you. No worries. No worries. Um, so basically, I was just kind of asking him for advice because basically, um, you know, I've been in the ministry. I, I got saved 11 years ago, and um, I got saved when I was 16. I came out of, you know, witchcraft. I came out of um, just a lot of darkness in my life. What, what kind know? of witchcraft? Like what, like what, like what ex- to well, what extent were you into witchcraft? So, so pretty much it wasn't the fact that, well, I mean, I was involved with it without even knowing it, and yeah. also like even, like, my mom had friends that were witches that would come to the house and, like, just do stuff to me without her even knowing, which, totally. is a, which was Santeria, you know, yeah. healers, which is, you know, obviously, you know, witchcraft and everything. Yep. So um, that was that, and that was, like, more up to, like, my teenage years. But um, it, it all really just started when I was a lot younger. Um, and also, you know, I've I've just been involved with, you know, a lot of the wrong people and um my brother and i were really into like heavy metal and he's still into the heavy metal like he's a really awesome drummer and everything yeah um and you know so just being in that kind of um environment and you know i mean a lot of you know when you're a teenager all you're doing is you're getting high you're getting drunk and you know you're you're around around all these um you know different people and um you know, they like they would bring like the satanic Bible and just a lot of things. And just so I would always experience all these demonic things going on in my life, even since I was like a little girl. Like I started seeing demons when I was like seven years old. Wow. And they were tormenting me up until I got saved, which up until I got saved, they, it, it was really heavy. Like, like, they, were, like honestly, they were manifesting in your room? Oh, yeah. Like I would literally, I would be in my room. And I would literally feel them like right next to me, breathing next to me. Like I don't, yeah. it sounds kind of crazy, but you no, know, this I've is heard several stories like that. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I, I dealt with that with years, for years. So um, that was going on, you know. And I just experienced all this darkness. You know, I was even suicidal at the age of like seven years old. Wow. And um, yeah, and you know, I would, I honestly, I just remember that like not that long ago. Because I chose to just forget a lot of the things that happened to me because I actually ended up getting molested by one of my um, older brother's um, 
um, friends. So just a lot of stuff happened in my life. And, um, you know, glory to God that I'm able to use it, you know, for for his glory, because he really did bring me out of everything. And he brought you out of a lot of crazy stuff, for sure. I I really have, like, you know, and even in my Christian walk, like, I still get attacked, you know, and obviously, you know, Satan is, of course, going to attack me because of everything that I have endured, and he, you know, he wants to keep me down and everything, but, you know, I'm not going to stay down because greater is he that is in me, so, and I, you know, firmly believe that, and so basically I've just been in my ministry since, um, I was 16 years old. So wait, hold on really quick. One sec. So how old are you now? I'm 27 now. You're 27. So what's your ministry? What do you do? So basically, like, I'm not in the ministry, but I was, and that's why I was kind of reaching out to you. Okay, got it. Yeah, so um, basically, um, I got saved at this church when I was 16. Okay. And the the way that I got saved was because of, my husband, um, he actually brought me to the church. He was actually backsliding the time I met him. Um, so he brought me to church, ended up getting saved and everything. And then, um, so we actually moved to Orange County, but I ended up moving back. Um, and I've actually been to, to your dad's church and everything. I remember when you started the whosoever's and everything, and yeah. I actually, I, I was going and everything, but I ended up moving back anyways, um, cause I got pregnant. So, um, basically my pastor, Recently, um, last year, she wanted to mentor me, and I, I was all for it, you know, because of my background and everything. She just kind of, you know, wanted to take me in under her wing and just um, mentor me and teach me how to go up there and pray for people and just, you know, um, be by her side, which I was. Um, but she recently um, pulled me down and it wasn't anything that I did. I was just traveling a lot back and forth, um, which she didn't like. She wanted someone that was more committed, which I totally understood. And she even told me like, it's not a thing you did. But I, after that, I kind of just pulled myself back from the ministry. Like I was doing Bible study once a month and I pulled myself back and I've actually, um, I, I'm in a point right now where I kind of feel stuck. Um, like, I want to be used by God, and I know that He has a calling in my life, and I want to be used, but at the same time, I'm just kind of like, I feel like I, I'm the one who put myself on the shelf, and I'm like, I, I feel stuck in a way. And so, um, you know, being in the ministry and, and doing what you're doing and what I was doing, and I actually got up to preach and everything, and I shared my testimony and everything, you know, you obviously get attacked and everything, and yeah. I, I know that, but... um I just wanted to reach out to you to uh, get advice from you on how you deal with it. And You know, you know, you know, just, you know what I do when I get stuck? Because I get in, like, some funk sometimes and, uh, like, funky moods and in and, and, and situations where, where, like, when God's kind of moving me around to, like, different things. I was, I was talking to my wife today before I came here, and yeah. the way I've kind of, since I've gave my life to God, I haven't really, like, most people, like, they'll, they'll get involved in the church They'll start serving at whatever capacity, you know, maybe they'll be an usher or they'll help clean clean the place. And then next thing you know, they'll start like working in the children's ministry or then they move to the high that's school. Exactly and then right, and, and then exactly they go to like to teaching a study and then they go to like and then maybe they'll teach in a night and then they'd be, be oversee like a ministry. And then next, thing you know, they become a pastor, or senior, you know, like that whole progress, you know, that that's kind of like been like a like a 
what's it like a what is it like a structure? Yeah. For me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Since I gave my life to the God, I was like, I gave my life to God. I started doing concerts. Then I started telling my testimony. Then I started. I, then I then God gave me, and then I started doing like a. Then I did like a tour. Then I came back and I started teaching. I started teaching the Bible and then I went back on, then I left, stopped teaching and then went back on tour yeah. and then I started a radio show and then now I'm going to high schools. So everything, the way like someone would present ministry to like people like, well, this is the way it's done. You go to Bible school, you do it. None of that ever worked for me. I've just been more like led by the Holy Spirit and God takes me through chapters in different situations. Like it would make sense for me to, if I started teaching the Bible in church, that I would just keep building and I, I had two different nights. I had one in Orange County. I had one in, in Diamond Bar. Two nights going on Thursday and a Friday at the radio show. On paper, it makes sense for me to stay there and continue to doing that and keep building right. and maybe open more nights or keep expanding. But God was like, no, I'm going to actually take you now to the high schools. You're going to leave all that. You're going to go to the high schools. And this is where I'm going to use you right now for this season. So my, the reason why I say all that is to say this. Be led by the Holy Spirit. You know, right now you're in a place and you feel like you took yourself out of ministry, that the pastor had you step down. Well, here you are. You feel like God's putting a call in your life and you want to be used. Do what yeah. I, I mean, what I would do is in these little seasons in my life when I'm trying to figure out what God wants me to do in my life, when I want him to speak to me, I kill the noise. I disconnect. I get plugged into him. I get on a study program. I'm like, okay, I'm going to start reading through the, this book or I'm going to start get, get, go through Chuck Smith on this particular book. And I just start sitting with God. I start fasting. I pray. I start asking God, what do you want to do in this season of my life? Show me what you want to do. And then God will start opening the doors. And then when he opens the doors and, I, and he confirms, I step up by faith on that. And then next thing you know, you're in that sweet spot with God. You're right where he wants you to be. And that's where you want to be. Yep. So you're in a great place right now because you feel like God's tugging on your heart. You want to get back in the game. And I, you know, ministry is not just being a part of a church. Ministry is every single day of our life. Yeah, we right. are, we are in ministry with our wife, with our kids, like we're, we're ministering, we're, we're, we're serving, we're helping. That's it's, it's a 24 hour thing. It's not just about being involved in the church, but if you want to be involved in the church ministry, you know, that's, that's awesome too. But, um, basically just start get, dude, get your Bible, start reading, start praying, start p- plugging into church and asking God, God speak to me about what my next move is. Yeah. And that's basically, that's basically it. And there's going to be different chapters. My life of ministry doesn't make sense compared to whatever, the way everyone else does it. God just takes me in seasons in different places. So find out what God wants to do. Step out by faith. He's going to show up and it's going to be amazing. So you got this. Did that help you at all? Well, that's just, yeah. Yeah. That was yeah, that was perfect. That's yeah. awesome, and Karina. Everything I needed to hear. Yes, and Karina. Also, just remember too that the script, the Bible makes it very clear for all of us. You know, we're always there's not we're always not going to feel like reading or feel like we're we're in step with God. We got to make sure that we remember that we walk by faith. Like Ryan's trying to tell you, we walk by faith, not by sight or how we feel. Because yeah, if we're right. the moment we start walking by how we feel, and you know this already, but just by, by way of reminder, the moment we start walking by how we feel or what, or what we're not feeling, that's where the enemy can just take advantage of us. And so just remember, we walk by truth, and that's the scriptures. 
And remember this, too. This is also a great thing. Remember, we walk in truth. We walk in grace and mercy. Those days when you're not going to be having a great day, not feeling too Christian, (laughs) (laughs) because the things that are going on in your life and the thoughts that are running through your mind and maybe some things that have come out of your lips, remember, we are saved by the blood that was shed on the cross, and we live in the grace and the mercy, and God forgives us of our sins. Because we don't Amen. always feel right. great, you know, right. and, and that means that we're human. We're under construction and we're under right. construction until we reach eternity. So go in that, in that grace and truth. God loves you and uh, keep us posted. I want to hear what happens uh, a couple months from now. I will. All right. Bless you guys. Yes. Bless. Love you. Take it easy. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, you just got to do it. I think it's uh, I think it was C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis talked about, you know, in, in a lot of his writings, he talked about the law of undulation, which basically means the ups and downs of your Christian walk. And he says this, and he says a lot of times when you're in the lowest part of your, some of the times when you're in the lowest parts of your Christian walk, those are the best times to be in. Those are the best places to be in because that's where God can do a good work. I'll never forget it. And Sean probably doesn't even remember this. Uh, if you guys know Sean, he's the, he's the, he's the main co-host of the show. Um, when I first got saved, I remember I was going through a lot of some of the stuff Karina was dealing with, you know, demonic oppression and things like that. And I remember I reached out to him and he said, he, he kept it so simple. He said, you know what? Only let those things draw you closer to God. Don't let them separate you from him. Only let the troubles that you're going through, let them draw you closer to God. And so, you know, that's what we do. And that's what I've done ever since. I've taken that advice and ran with it. You know, the times where I'm not feeling like it or I'm being oppressed or I'm just I'm just in a rut. Draw closer to God. Draw closer to God. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Uh, There is a uh, we have a couple calls here that uh, we need to take. So you want to take uh, let's let's go let's just go to the next call. We're gonna take Kate from Redlands. How you doing, Kate? Well, I'm sure glad to be on the show. Thanks for thanks for calling in. So what what's your question tonight? Well, well, my question is, I'm in chronic pain. Um, of course, I have something to manage the pain, but basically, it never goes away. It's always with me, and. Um, my family can just look at my face and say, oh, it's a pain day. I can see it in your face. And I want to, I want to be like, have a kind of not happy look on my face, but not just this intense pain look on my face. My mom's the same way for different health reasons. And um, my day is usually good until like 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock. Then I'm history. And um, I want to be a witness for Christ. I want to be like I used to be. I used to have, I helped with a a teen ministry at my last church before we moved. And, um, well, I was a cutter when I was a teenager. So, you know, because some of the kids were cutters. In other words, my testimony, you know, helped a lot of kids and stuff. And, um. I can be used that way, that's all. But now that this pain has pretty much taken over, and I have asked God to heal it, but, you know, the song, sometimes when the healing doesn't come, yep. that's okay. I've I've accepted that. I'm looking for my biggest only hope is just being with Jesus. I don't care how. I'm looking forward to it because 
this life is, it's become very difficult. And uh, the pain is so constant. It's always here. Yeah. And um, I love God. I just, I just, you know, I'll tell you, you know, Paul was beaten on all this, you know, 40 lashes minus one, all this stuff, stoned to death. And I want to praise God for this, through this. And if they see that my face is a pain face, that's not good. Yeah, Katie, Katie, let me say something. You yeah. know, I hear all you're saying, and I'm, I'm just, I'm so sorry that you're going through all, all this, this physical pain. Um, just a couple of things that are that are coming in my mind that I want to encourage you in. You know, uh, one is that I think of, I think in the scriptures, and I know you know your scripture, and I know you know of the story of Job and the pain that all the pain that God allowed him to go through, and that's the key word that God allowed him to go through through those things. The Bible says there's no temptation or struggle that we all go through that's not common to man. God gives, God allows us to go through all these things for a certain reason. Um, but I want you to understand something, Katie. There's something that Job said that always stuck out to me uh, in Job 13, 15. He said, though he, God is uh, allowing me to be slain by the enemy, though he slays me, yet I will still trust in him. And, and that, and that's something that I'm sure you want to be able to do. You want, you don't want to feel as if you are letting God down because maybe you're, you're the way your face may look because you feel in pain or when you're in pain around your family members. Keep in mind too, Katie, that though you may have a face or a, a dis or, or, or an outlook on life that is looks, Hey man, she looks like she's in pain. That's not necessarily what's going to save your family members per se. If they're around you and, and, and they see you're in pain, um, that's not going to be the determining factor for their salvation. You know, you have, you, you, you're, you're, you're desiring to be back in ministry. You're desiring to do the work of God. You have all the means by which you're able to do ministry in the ministry of prayer and in the ministry of being able to praise God and trust God, even through, even through all this chronic pain that you're going through. Now, whether it, well, now whether God is going to heal you or not, that's in his timing to say. Keep in mind too. You think of Jesus when he was nailed to that cross. He and and you have these men jeering at him. They said, "Hey, this man was able to save people and heal people. Um, why can't he do the same for himself now that he's on the cross?" And so there was Jesus wasn't able to physically walk among these people and heal, but he had one he had one means of ministry by which he was able to exercise, and he exercised it, and that was a, and that was the 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 ministry of prayer. And he said, Father, forgive these people for they know not what they do. He all the way up until the end, he exercised that free, that freedom in being able to pray. And so I encourage you just to continue to pray through your pain. I can, I encourage you to, to keep in mind the words of Job that though I am slain, yet I will still trust in God. And your family members, we pray for them because it's the ministry of the Holy Spirit and in prayer that's going to really eventually ultimately reach them. Yeah, I want to pray for her right now. Let's do it. Lord, I pray for Kate in the name of Jesus. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you'll just encounter her and that you'll just relieve her of this pain. God, we just ask for your sovereign grace in her life, Lord. And just we just ask for you to reach down from heaven and touch her and just heal her, God. And everyone else that's listening that maybe be going through some situations right now, that you'll heal them as well, Lord. We just ask for your sovereign grace in her life, Lord. Speak to her. Comfort her. Just be with her in this time. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. We love you, Kate. Thanks for, thanks for calling in. Oh, man, you know, it's, it's tough when, when, when 
people in chronic pain yeah you know definitely i mean i i have i've had family members you know even my wife she goes through some pain that she has to deal with and it's the, it's the nature oh your wife too she's, yeah she's in that yeah you know sometimes my wife and, and 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 you know we're so blessed that god is able to to sustain us um but yeah like everybody has whether it's a physical ailment a physical pain that people are dealing with or whether it's an emotional pain mm-hmm. that people are dealing with it yeah. pain is pain yeah. and some people a, a, some people allow that reality of pain in their life to be a determining factor to say, hey, God's not real. Mm. But the Bible makes it so clear. He makes it very clear that we live in a fallen world and that God's come to redeem us out of pain, that this life is but a vapor and it's temporary. And the pain that we go through can't be compared with the glory that God has for us in time to come. The suffering and the pain that we go through, this, the Bible tells us in Romans, can't be compared with the glory and and the life that God has for us in time to come. It's just that trusting in him and waiting upon him to redeem us in his time. There it is. We're going to go ahead and take, uh, we have a couple minutes left, but uh, we're going to take uh, Monet from Ohio. Hello. I don't know. Did she uh, pick up? Monet, you there? Monet from Ohio is not, around yeah oh there she is hey she is. yep yeah we have like uh one minute left what's your question sorry <laughs> oh it's okay um so my question is like um like i'm really like super into music yeah and so um my but my thing is like if it's okay for me to like post pictures with like because I post pictures of, like, these certain musicians on social media, but, like, and then I write, like, text with the pictures, but, like, the text, like, in the way I word it, it's supposed to be, like, um, I, like, I have the intention of praying for them because, like, it's a few years from now, I actually want to start my own ministry, but I want to, like, reach like these actual musicians that I'm like posting about and talking about. I don't, I don't care. It, that, like, yeah. You could post pictures and pray, <laughs> post pictures and pray for people. Why? Yeah. That sounds great. How old are you, Monet? Um, actually it's a, I'm 23. Awesome. Sure. Continue yeah. to do that and keep praying that God will use you to, to reach out to the music industry. There's many musicians that need mm-hmm. the Lord in that industry. And maybe God will raise you up to start your own ministry to do that. Yeah, definitely. You know, so that's awesome. Do it. Okay. Well, what about also like uh, following them on social media? Follow them. That I mean, that's you know what. This is what I always do. Mm-hmm. I don't like to play the the job of the Holy Spirit. God mm-hmm. will show you uh, who you want to follow and who you don't, because you don't want to be following people that are going to be posting stuff that's going to be garbage that's going to be going in your mind, because your eye is the light to the body. So ask God. Right. To ask God to show you which ones to follow and which ones not to follow, and the ones just to pray for. Yeah, the Holy Spirit will show you. That's the job of the Holy Spirit. So you're in good hands, Monet. Hey, Monet, we're we're, we're entering. We got to end the show right now. But we thank okay. you for calling in, and you could call us back next week if you have any other questions. We love you. All right. Okay, love you too. Okay, bye. bye. Very cool. Cool. Well, we're about to wrap this show up again. At ryan-reese.com, we have all the past radio shows. We have uh, the Shine Studies, uh, the Gospel of John. Um, also on my website, you can get a link to the Whosoever's. Please contact us. We want to come 
to your high school. We want to come to the local schools. We want to reach the middle schools, the high schools. We want to reach this next generation, the Gen Zers. We're coming for you. So if you're out there, pray for us that God will keep opening doors and providing for every need. We love you guys, and we will talk to you guys next week. Peace. This has been Live with Ryan Reese. To connect or find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for Live with Ryan Reese. What happens when a writer and former history teacher goes toe-to-toe with his best friend, a nationally touring stand-up comedian? Total carnage, that's what. Two men enter and two men leave because... That's how it works. (laughs) Actually, you get hilarious, real, and insightful conversations about life, history, culture, faith, and everything in between. Join me, comedian Johnny W., and my pal, author, and speaker John Driver for Talk About That at lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.